Welcome to the Financial Independence Garage, where we give you the tools to repair your finances, build lasting wealth, and unfold the roadmap to financial independence. This podcast is for anyone who is seeking to achieve financial independence, save more, spend less, and build their portfolio. This is FI Garage episode number one. Welcome, gentlemen. Welcome to the garage. I think that intro was way better than the trailer intro you did. The trailer intro, yeah. I did yeah. have a beer earlier while I was putting the floor in. Okay. See, and a, one beer always makes you better. <laughs> Doesn't matter what it is. Right. Well, speaking of beer, tonight uh, on the in the FI Garage, we are going to try premature. Wow. <laughs> Not much. <laughs> <laughs> okay, this is the uh, Yellow Dog Brewing from uh, Port Moody, British Columbia, Hazy IPA, the High Five Hazy wow. IPA. Made with natural flavors and the best ingredients from the West Coast. We love our dogs, our community, and of course, great beer. Cheers. 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 You know, if any brewery wants to sponsor the podcast as well, we're uh, very open to that kind of an idea. That's great that you put that out there. Yeah. Because yeah. don't have to buy our own beer the whole time. No, that's getting a little aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, in the news here today, uh, I just wanted to... Say, I came across another FI, Canadian FI blog today, which is exciting. It's always good to have some more people in the community, some more bloggers out there. And this one is Eat, Sleep, Breathe FI. And Chrissy's the blog writer there. She hails from the Lower Mainland. So, uh, yeah, I read through some of her things and good information out there. And that's good to be part of the community. So, right on. Nice. Check that out. I read a great news article today that had nothing to do with Fi, but uh, it was a lady who got banned from Walmart because she had spent three hours riding around in the parking lot on a motorized scooter drinking wine out of a Pringles can. (laughs) Wine out of a Pringles can? Yes, that is correct. Is that to get... What flavor were the Pringles? You know, that's a really good question. (laughs) I would hope that they were cheese. Yeah, or sour cream. There you go. Absolutely. (laughs) Wow, and you know, I would have thought that would have been okay to you just head into Walmart. It was, was probably it the they scooter. Were, they were driving the scooter. I think it's got to be the scooter. I think it's got to be the scooter because I think that kind of activity is normally encouraged at Walmart. Right. So okay. that would be my thought. Interesting. That's a good one. I like that. Yeah. Economist, <laughs> <laughs> anything new happen out there for you? No, I didn't listen to the news today. I I moved into my new office, so it was a moving day. I got a window in your new office. I see the ocean. Nice. Yeah. Oh, it's tough nice. life. Wow. Yeah. Right on. All right, well, tonight, uh, seeing how this is the official first episode, um, we better discuss what FI is, uh, why we're interested in it, perhaps why our listeners should be interested in it, and we won't try and go too far into and how to get into the FI. We'll save that for later, but we kind of digress a little bit. Um, it's not like us at all. <laughs> no, no, no. So for myself, uh, Phi was something I picked up after I found Mr. Money Mustache back in the day, maybe about five or six years ago. And uh, his blog spoke to me because he was a he was a do-it-yourselfer and helps that he was Canadian. That kind of helped me too. But uh, yeah, I realized that, hey, this guy retired at 31. What am I doing? I'm way past that and I'm still working. <laughs> why, why am I still working? Why Oops. am I still working? I've made a horrible mistake. Yeah. <laughs> So I thought, well, geez, I'm I'm a pretty smart guy. I'm not too bad with that. Let's not get too far out of ourselves. <laughs> hey, let's be reasonable. You don't have to be smart. 
to get to FI. True. That's fair. Yeah. Right? And income the, doesn't really matter either. No. It's it's not an intelligence test. It's a discipline test. Right. Uh, I was just smart enough to type in something in Google and found my way there. Actually, I was sort of sent there by a friend. So thank you, friend. Right. <laughs> there you go. Shout out. <laughs> anyway, since then, I guess the, the whole the reason why I thought uh, financial independence was a worthy goal for myself was that uh, even though I, I enjoy my job and it has challenges, I'd been doing it for a long time and I didn't see myself doing it forever. So by being a little more aggressive with my savings and uh, following the sort of the principles and the pillars of, of FI, if you, if you were, um, that I could leave that job and, and have the time to choose what I wanted to do. And really that's what boils down to what, what the dream is to achieve financial independence so we can choose what we want to do. Absolutely. And I think a lot of the, you know, media on the whole FI movement now that it's becoming more popular is you'll get a financial post article and it's people who are just, you know, the writer thinks that we're going to go sit around on a beach and drink. Right. And that's all we're doing. and We'll never work a day in our life. When in reality, it's about being able to do whatever you want to do for work. Choice. Freedom and choice. Exactly. Yes, absolutely. That's that's a problem, I think. The word retirement has that connotation for people. They immediately picture themselves uh, in a, on a golf course in Florida or on a beach in Tahiti or sitting on a cruise liner playing shuffleboard. And that's well, fine. Well, but and for this... some people that might be their version of FI and they need to save a little longer than You're others might. Right. Yeah. Right? But I think generally for people who want early retirement in their 30s or 40s, it's probably not their object is to do that true they probably want to do well okay i'm speaking from opinion they'd want to do something so they have the freedom to choose what they want to do absolutely maybe that is shuffleboard yeah yeah and i uh, mean uh, exactly or, or, or golf and yeah. and if the golf's the choice then you work a little longer than if uh reading library books is your choice that's fair i guess from my experience from the reading and what i've learned about phi is that uh, in order to get there early, uh, you've got to make some lifestyle changes and some spending changes that really what it boils down to is happiness, right? You need to create the life that you're happy living. Absolutely. Uh, on your way to FI so that when you get there, it's not some big shock or they're like, okay, what do I do now? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a very good point. And I mean, time is the only non-renewable asset that you have. So... If time is your only non-renewable asset, then you how want to try are, to take yeah. advantage of as much of that as humanly <laughs> how, possible. How much are you going to trade for work? Yeah, that's just it. Well, that's what uh, the book, Your Money or Your Life, which was uh, Joe Dominguez and Vicky Robin, wrote way back in the day. Now, isn't that a Traveling Wilburys song? Or don't they say that in one of their songs? <laughs> I think you might be right. Uh, we'll put that in the show notes. Yeah. Are you gonna, maybe we'll do a sing-along to add on to this podcast. I don't think anybody wants to hear any of us sing, do they? I think that's probably a pretty valid point. I mean, unless we're the only ones who are left at the karaoke bar. Or the yeah. only ones listening. Right. right. Either yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, well, you didn't volunteer to sing the intro to the podcast, so. No, no, no. That's coming, isn't it? New, yeah. new podcast intro coming up? 
That's right. Yeah. That I'm singing? No. If there's Both anybody out there, if there's anybody out there that has a fantastic voice and would like to do a voiceover for a podcast intro, just let us know. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> We're putting it all together on the fly. Sorry, your money or your life. Yeah. You know <laughs> say. Uh, they wrote this book back when uh, the terms FI and fire, retirely, all that, none of that really mattered. Uh, they basically said time is the only non-renewable resource that you have. So how much of that time do you want to spend earning money, doing a job, as opposed to time spent doing things that you choose to do, you want to do? Yeah, exactly. It's a great book. Uh, definitely a recommended read for anybody that's got any interest in financial independence, uh, early retirement, things like that. We'll plug that into the show notes here, and you can pull it up. There's a refreshed version that I believe, sorry, I don't have the numbers. I believe it was done last year or the year before, so... Uh, quite a lot of it's been brought up to date, uh, very applicable. I think it just really gets down to the the main point that financial independence is uh, it's less to do with money, and it's more to do with life choices and things that are going to make you happy. Well, and it's more about what do you want to do with your time. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't enjoy sitting at my job all day. So I don't want to have to do that. I'm still going to find other ways to make money, but I don't want to sit behind a desk all day. So what was the catalyst that sort of made you choose? Was it just your job or was it something else? I mean, before my current job, I was in a job I really hated. And I was literally trying to find every possible way to not have to stay in that job anymore. Right. And I, as most people do, stumbled across Mr. Money Mustache and completely changed my view on everything. Right. Fair enough. We're really pumping that guy. Eh? Yeah, I know. Hey, yeah. he gets pumped by everybody. Yeah, I've never read him. His ego must be giant. Never read him. Really? <laughs> nope. Wow. Is he allowed to be on the Five podcast? <laughs> it seems like he shouldn't be. <laughs> Okay, you can't even be a conscientious objector if you haven't read them. No, I know. I'm not objecting. I'm just <laughs> observing. Okay, well, that's The Economist. And uh, <laughs> yeah. I apologize for not introducing ourselves at the beginning here. I'm the oh, mechanic. yeah, we dropped the ball on that. I'm the accountant. Yeah. And over there is the non-Mr. Money Mustache reading. Yeah, The Economist, economist. is me. Well, we'll make that our goal for 2019. We'll get him reading at least one post. I'll do it tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, you've got, you've got more time at work than I do. Well, what's the best time to do something? When you're getting paid. No, right now. <laughs> right away. Oh, right. Get it done. Yeah. Oh, right. I mean, when you're getting paid is not a bad idea either. <laughs> True. True. Uh, oh, hey. We did that thing where we all drink, drank at the same time. Oh, the, the one rule. One. Don't everybody drink don't at the drink same it. time. So what do you think of this beer? God, it's good. It is good, isn't it? I, I thought the whole hazy IPA thing was a bit of a fad because... You guys have had my homebrew, and it's always hazy, but I don't try that on purpose. <laughs> but the, you know what I like? So you're it? saying we're drinking a mistake. Well, I'm, I'm kind of wondering that. <laughs> yeah. I'm kind of wondering that. Uh, I, do, I do like these hazies, though. They've got a bit like that sweetness in the background that's a little different. They use a lot more of the um, aroma hops, so they don't come out super bitter like uh, some of the other IPAs do. That's very tasty. That's one of the things I like yeah. about them. See, now, the accountant and I were having a drink there. I just, you were supposed to pick the ball. Yeah, I just there. didn't say anything. <laughs> uh, we're going to look back on episode one fondly and go, wow. We're not good at this. 
Not many podcasters are good until like episode 20. We have 20 episodes to get good? <laughs> yeah. That's I mean, a long runway. That. Yeah, I yeah. Mean, why not? Not really. Good. Well, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, Phi. And why? You tell me. What about you, economist? Well, time. Um, another big uh, benefit of Phi is when you have that extra money kicking around, you know, if God forbid anything bad happens to you or your family, you can actually throw some resources at it. So a form of insurance. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Uh, That's a good point. You know, in Canada, we have a nice healthcare system, but uh, it's not the most advanced or the fastest moving. Maybe take a plane south if you get sick. Throw some of your money at the problem. Mm-hmm. Fix the problem quicker. And then guess what? You've just bought yourself more time. So I guess it is time. Well, yeah, that's right? a good point. I think that's a, that's a really good point um, from a health perspective, but also from a lot of other decisions that we have to make in our lives that um, are going to cost some extra money, you know, whether it's housing or vehicles, education, things like that. You're just more comfortable when you have. Yeah, well, well and... you can make different choices, right? Yeah, who wants, I mean, a lot of people make decisions based on what the monetary impact is, but if you're at a place where you're financially independent and you have extra money, you're going to be able to make a different choice than you might otherwise make. That's right. And you know, that choice could be go back to work because you need more money. Yeah, of course. You know, you're living one lifestyle and you need to step outside it. You trade a little bit of time, but you've, you've got that ability to either take the time or take the money you have the choices yeah yeah one thing too that uh, we haven't touched on yet about uh, financial independence is it, it's it, it is available to everybody but it's gonna be the majority of it is gonna be based on your savings rate okay because that's how you're gonna work out what your fine number is because uh, you need to figure out what your expenses are and that way you can determine at what point you have enough passive income or savings to call yourself FI, which that's because everybody else uses the same numbers. We'll just continue on with that. It's 25 times your annual expenses. Okay. Yeah. So your basic starting point. Yeah. So we won't get too complicated on that just yet. There's another episode on the whole 4% rule and 25 times. But the point I wanted to make was that if you started the journey to financial independence tomorrow, your goal would be to accrue 25 times your expenses. And, and yeah. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, I was going to say the nice thing is that you're going to have to make some lifestyle changes to get your savings rate up higher than it was before or as high as you possibly can. Right. So what I'm thinking is maybe a why of FI is it's a self-discipline exercise. A little bit of self-discipline, but right. I think it also is a what I was actually trying to get to there is it's it's a good exercise for humanity in general because you're going to become less of a consumer because you're not going to stop spending your money on useless, frivolous items that don't bring you long-term happiness. Well, that's going to hurt the economy. <laughs> no, because you become an owner of the economy. Right. No, of I'm just consumer. kidding. Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I think that's a good point is it's all about what you – you know, your savings rate has such a big factor on it. Yeah. And so you have to start prioritizing what brings you the most happiness and what adds the most value to your life. Right. And so it really like forces you to focus on, 
do these things that I'm buying actually bring me happiness or not? And if not, why am I bothering to buy it? Exactly. Yeah. Well, and it's a very sort of, is that esoterical? Is that the right word? Is that, it's that kind of question to ask yourself, why do I have all this stuff? And it's mainly because society says, well, you earn, you got to raise, treat yourself, go buy some more crap. Yeah. And I, I'm guilty of it just as anybody else. We're sitting here. I've got tools in the garage. We've got vehicles. We've got all sorts of stuff, right? I like to think that I'm, since I started on my FI journey, I've been good at paring down and getting things, get rid of things I don't use and, and not spending or perhaps shopping secondhand if I can, if I need something. Um, mindfulness is part of the FI journey. Right. And mindfulness is, it comes with your, your savings, your spending, your investing, these are the critical and parts of it's good the, for you right yeah it is really good for you i think it's and, really good for well you. you're not just following the rat race anymore exactly. you're actually making decisions based on thought and logic not just oh everybody buys stuff i'll go buy stuff yeah and you know the why of fi to me is when i pick up a good deal on our classifieds or the thrift store i go i saved that item from going to the landfill yeah and sure. i'm gonna use it somebody else didn't need it but i do so i've helped the world i've made the world a better place yeah thank you if you can't see i'm bowing right yeah. now <laughs> no it's, it's it, one of my wise to, yeah it's, to it's that's totally legitimate and you know it gets i o- kid but yeah no i think it gets overlooked because we everybody thinks so uh, financial independence and all they focus on is the money part of it and yeah for sure and, and that but there's positive lifestyle changes i mean we still manage to have a, a few beers here and there and we still enjoy our favorite sport and we're not depriving ourselves. It's not about extreme frugality to get to FI. It's about making sensible choices. Yeah, absolutely. I would say that since I've started on the path to FI, I, my lifestyle hasn't even changed that much. Right. I'm just making more intelligent choices with my money, mm-hmm. which you don't even notice how much of it you can stop spending and not notice. Right. right. Yeah. No kidding. I mean, it's mind-blowing. Well, I... I had to. I did another a re a re listen to uh, choose FI podcast, the Pillars of FI, and uh, we won't go into all the details here, of course. But it was a good sort of reminder. You go, you know, there's just some big expenses that we all have in our lives that are worth analyzing and optimizing, right? Yeah, and we'll get into that a little bit later on our stupid money moves. But uh, <laughs> you know, we can take a look, and if we're gonna be, if we're serious about financial independence then we're gonna have to have a look at that and we're gonna have to be honest it's like can i afford this habit can i afford the thing that i do what's it worth to you in your life and maybe there's other sacrifices you need to make well and you just said honest and honesty is yeah really important yeah in anything you're doing well in fi though and it yeah really the you can't fake your way to the whole journey really makes you a better person yeah Overall, right? It's not just about your bank account. Let's be pretty clear that we're not great people. No, but <laughs> we were a lot worse before. And that's a good point. And I also realize, I think I said God earlier. We don't believe. Well, let's just be, yeah. We don't discuss religion or politics here, I don't think. It's not. Probably it's not. not. No, it's not, no. This is, that's not going to be that kind of podcast. No. We accept all listeners yeah. equally. Yeah, no... Uh, no discrimination. Except here. for anybody raising my taxes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not okay with that. Uh, yeah, all right. Well, you know, we're in a we're in a high cost of living area, which is 
another reason I think to choose FI. That's another why for me. We we love where we live, but it's expensive. Well, and affordability is eroding all the time in Victoria. Yeah, and so, I mean the Lower Mainland as well. Absolutely. But it's one of the choices we make to stay here, right? Absolutely. So, but I think we can. We don't have to make that choice. We can live a. a better quality of life by choosing the path to FI and living in a high cost of living area because we can cater our spendings so that we can enjoy everything that we have here uh, by eliminating frivolous spending. Right. Right. Yeah. And still maintain a good quality of life where we want to live next to our family and friends. Yeah. Without Absolutely. the worry that some other people might have who are trying to just scraping by, yeah. living paycheck to paycheck. Right, and you live paycheck to paycheck because you spend as much or more than you earn. Yeah, right. That's not gonna thumbs work. down. Not gonna work in five. <laughs> no, we got three thumbs down. <laughs> well, that's gonna, that's all six thumbs down. Holy yeah. shit! <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, anything else to add? The why to five? I mean, I I think the hard part is that we know. We know why, because we've been on the journey for a little while now. Uh, is there just a way you could sum it up for somebody that's sort of never heard of it before? I think Your everybody. I think everybody's why, though, is such a different driving force. It is, isn't it? It's it's totally about what you want out of your life, and it's simply a means of getting it. Yeah, yeah. I think if you're worried about money, maybe you should think about trying it out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. And you might be worried about money for different reasons, but, you know, get going. I think for me, um, we're not, this show isn't going to really, I mean, we will get into some topics on uh, on some debt and some um, starting off savings and things like that. But, um, you know, the whole financial independence is, it's kind of like a next step type thing when you've got your sort of, you've got your some basics figured out. And then it's a question of, well... I'm saving some money. What do I do with it? And what's my goal? What's my end game with this? Right? Are right. You, are you just gonna go with the status quo and retire at sixty-five and, and collect your government grants and and that's fine. That's fine if that's your choice. That's your choice. But if you want to stop earlier, or if you want to, if you want to design freedom, a different lifestyle, design a different yeah. lifestyle, it then you're be. gonna have to make some changes that are not normal. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So you, that's when you choose five. Yeah. There's no age limit to FI either. No, absolutely right? not. Like, you... <laughs> Did I send you the article about the uh, Boy Scout who is now who's now the earliest retiree ever? No, can't wait for this. <laughs> I wish I could. I wish I could just pull it up. I'm gonna have to go from memory, but that should have been in the news. I, I okay, it should have been in the news. But so this kid is ten. Yeah, and he just got his survival badge. Right, so he's got a bunch of badges now, and he's got a survival badge. But he's he's living at his friend's house in their backyard in a tent, so his living cost is like zero. Right. Right. Yeah. And he's got his survival badge, his archery badge, and his fishing badge, so he can totally sustain himself for zero dollars. Right. So, and he's saving his allowance aggressively. He's got a ninety percent <laughs> savings rate. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. So there's this kid at 10 years old. He's financially independent. He's retired early. That's good. I like it. Seems like he's living the dream. Yeah. Hanging out in the backyard. I laughed. You know, I shared that post on our Facebook group. And 
actually disappointed I didn't get more feedback. <laughs> I didn't see the humor in it. Well, maybe now you will. <laughs> yeah, I think the problem is uh, if you follow along in you know FI or fire groups, it's just, hey, we're no different. There's just a hundred and a thousand people out there that are blogging and podcasting about it. But we may be the first podcasters in Canada that are doing a FI podcast. Is that right? We might be. I think I think you're gonna to want to fact check that before we actually say it. Yeah, I'm not. I'm I've, not ready. To I'm make not the entirely claim. confident. I've read. I've listened to a lot of Canadian personal finance podcasts. Right. Is there well, a, an FI? Ah, FI is that right? Anyway. All right. Good talk. Yeah, words hard. Build Build Wealth <laughs> Canada. Is it FI? I don't know. Yeah, it's all personal finance. Not that we aren't going to talk about personal finance. Isn't FI just personal finance? I don't think so, though. No? I think the underlying... It's the lifestyle. The underlying tenants are different. Because personal finance is, is getting your financial house in order. Right? I, I think you need to do that... Right. ...before you start FI. Really? Really? I think you... I, think I, you I can, feel like the two go hand in hand. Yeah, you can start both at the same time. You can, Yes, you're right. Yeah. I, I'll agree with that. But... You don't start, most people don't start off going, okay, I've got to get my debts figured out, my savings figured out, my loans figured out, and at the same time go, but I'm going to be fine in 10 years. Why not? I mean, 10 years is aggressive, don't get me wrong. Yeah. But why can't the turning point be, I want to retire at 53? Okay. And And work backwards from there? Yeah. Sure. Yeah, you could do that. Right? I mean, I I think they're... I think it's a motivation to get your personal finance in order. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, that's fair. I can see that, but most people aren't looking at it that way. They're most people are trying to get their finance, their personal finance in order, just to be able to manage because they haven't made any lifestyle changes, and that's really the difference. Is right. Five is a lifestyle change. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree with that. So that's where the the yeah. underlying difference is. Yeah. We can talk about personal finance all day. But we never tell you you can't have your lattes. Well, is, it, isn't that why we started the blog? Because we talked about personal finance all day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it was a good, uh, it was a good name. Yeah. No, Congrats. and but seriously, um, you're right. It's a lifestyle. But I, I think either can motivate the other. I, I think I shouldn't say that. I think people who are choosing FI, they can be in any situation to start when they make that choice. They can be up to their eyeballs in debt, or they can be halfway to their retirement and say, I want to bring this along a little quicker. Yeah, I don't think it, it's not a deciding you follow these exact steps. I mean, it essentially it is an exercise in personal finance, and personal finance is personal. Yeah. I guess I'm coming from a different angle where I think that uh, when you find uh, the path to FI or FIRE, you're motivated by making positive changes in your life. And then by doing those things, the finances kind of fall into place. Yes. It's one before the other. In my mind, it's like, hey, I found Mr. Money Mustache. I was really motivated. So then I made changes to my personal finances. Right. Yeah. So I didn't make changes to my personal finances and then go, okay, now I'm going to be FI. No, I agree with that. You kind of said it backwards earlier. But I also came at it personally from a way like where the other way around, not backwards. Well, and I think that's... I did. Yeah, <laughs> I think I'm more. Are we? Are you in the same point now? <laughs> on the same side? We are on the same side. Oh god. 
The two of you. Well, maybe it's time for that second beer, boys. I, I think it's time for another beer. Okay, well, we did. That was a very long wrap up of the wrap up. So, uh. This is where your sponsorship could go, beer company. <laughs> we need more free beer. Free beer. Yeah, well, you can always get into the homebrew. Oh, we could homebrew. That's. Yeah. I've been finding some of my uh, blog articles. My fingers are like liquid over the keyboard after a beverage. (laughs) (laughs) That's painting a picture. You've gotten so much better with your words. How about that beer, though? (laughs) All right, let's see what we got in the old FI Garage fridge here. Look what I found in the fridge, boys. Woo-wee! Yeah, I could go for one of these. Vancouver Island Brewing. I have reaffirmed my appreciation of their beer because they were on my low list for quite a long they time. were not doing a good job for quite a while they've come back i don't know what happened but they've rebranded they got a great brewer in there and this is the broken islands hazy ipa okay it's got whales on the can it's from here it's from down the road literally down the road and on the can it says this hazy ipa is anything but expected like the chain of islands that inspired it there's something new to be discovered around every corner bold citrus aromas and flavors lead to a lingering and juicy finish. They got a lot of dolphins on the can. Those are whales. It's called a whale, bud? Pretty sure that type of whale is a dolphin. <laughs> I thought you were an economist, not a biologist. <laughs> hey. I, 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 you're just a plethora I'm, of knowledge. It's all in here. <laughs> <sighs> wow. He pointed to the beer can. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, this week on uh, Stupid Money Moves. Are we going to get some, like... Jingle for that? Yeah. We should probably have a jingle. jingle. By episode 10, you should have that all figured out. Right. That seems fair. Yeah, that's halfway to... you, right? I heard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Okay, this week on... Stupid (laughs) Money Money Moves. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we'll improve that one. Uh, Okay. I'm looking at the table. I see four cell phones here. Yeah, there's three of us. There's three of us. Why are there four cell phones? <laughs> I'm just stating facts. There's four. One of them is an iPhone 4, which is impressive in its own. It's been without a charge for three years, I think. Maybe less than that. Maybe two years. Wow. You've been saving the earth right there. Yeah. Anyway, the point is on this week's Stupid Money Moves is that we've all got a cell phone addiction. And quite a lot of us are paying way too much for our subscription service to our carriers it's mind-blowing how much some people are paying so just to roll some basic numbers out here um, if you're one of the big three carriers we're in canada here so we're talking about bell uh, virgin rogers or telus i don't (laughs) think that's four virgin's not a big three but i don't think virgin's a big three yeah you know what you're right they're not but anyway let's go with the big three yeah that's where I did my research. <laughs> okay. You guys aren't really backing me up here. No, no, we're, no just, we're not. We're, we're getting <laughs> to the right answer. We're guiding you to the correct response. It's like having the two old guys from the Muppets sitting across <laughs> me. So the big three, I did do. My, I actually did do some diligence. I went to their uh, websites and I attempted to sign up for a plan. Okay. I told them I was going to bring my old dinosaur of a phone, my iPhone 5. Yeah. So I didn't need to pay for that. And I wanted kind of the base package, which gives you nationwide calling, unlimited text, and one gigabyte, which to me is double the data I'm paying for. Right. Big upgrade. Huge upgrade. upgrade. Doubling it. Yeah. I couldn't get a plan for less than 80 bucks. 
before or after taxes? Before taxes. So we're in the 90s for taxes. At least. At yeah. least. Because they seem to hide a few taxes the, in there. Yeah, there's taxes and fees, right? 911 yeah. costs you 25 cents, or is it 50 cents? I don't know what it anyway, is. Anyway, yeah. let's just round her up and call her a flat 100 bucks a month. Well, let's say 90. And this is for a base plan, okay? Yeah. So it's a pretty stupid money move if you're spending any more than 100 bucks a month. Right. Even if we don't, if we can't agree that 100 is stupid. Yeah. So the thing is, is too many people, and you'll notice if you're on the FI path, you'll do the math on this. Because that's one of the beauties of financial independence is you start thinking about what that cost is over the next 10 years. Right. So 100 bucks doesn't sound like much. We're talking like maybe 12 grand over 10 years with compound interest, having your money invested. But you start thinking of a family that's got, you know, your wife's phone's on there too. Maybe you're paying for one or two of your children. And by the way, send them out for a job. Well, <laughs> but that's an aside. That's that's a whole yeah. other story. Yeah. But we could be talking 60, you know, 40 to 60,000 dollars over 10 years that are wasted in a cell phone. And really the question comes down to what do we need? Right. For your phone. What functionality do you need? Especially and are there better options that aren't stupid money wasters. Well, and like I've seen people with paying upwards of $250 a month because they had 20 gigs of data. There's free Wi-Fi everywhere you go. Right? Yeah. Why do you need 20 gigs of data? What are you possibly doing? I don't even know if I could use that much. Three-hour I... commute. <laughs> Porn? It must be. <laughs> what? What is the other option? <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I, I think, okay, I do understand... Um, because I've, I've had this discussion. The discussion comes up a lot on some of the groups that I follow. And people use their phone for, for work. They're in the car a lot. Um, things like that. And that's fine. If it's a business expense, it's a business expense. Right. Um, you should still be mindful and, and probably action the best plan you can get. But for personal spending, do you really justify 100 bucks a month for a phone? I know I can't. No. Yeah. I, no. I used to. No, we all yeah. used to. I yep. did too. My, I, I just did my taxes for 2018. Mm-hmm. January was the last month I was with uh, one of the big three, and it was 128. Wow. Whew. And I don't know if I was out of the country or if I had any extra charges, but it was 128. Yeah. Uh, I went with uh, Virgin, and I'm at 6160, all in for three gigs of data. Okay, that's not bad. So it's not it's not great, but why didn't you go with uh, public mobile? Because you hadn't told me about them yet. Oh, yeah, and I, I went I went Fido, and I'm at fifty five sixty three. Yeah, and I've got two gigs of data and unlimited calling and text. Yeah, I am still with Kudo because they promoted me for a year. Yeah, I'm all in taxes in twenty nine twenty. Jeez. Yeah, that's nice. That's yeah. unreal. Yeah. But I do have to ask for a Wi-Fi co from the bus driver. <laughs> do <laughs> what bus driver? Well, like everywhere I go, I gotta ask for a Wi-Fi. Code. Right. Yeah. Like everywhere. Yeah. That's fine. I mean, it's usually like when I get to a friend's house, it's like, hey, how's it going? I haven't seen you. Well, okay, can I get your Wi-Fi code? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Which is actually surprisingly annoying because some people 
don't actually make one they know. No, no. They you... use the one that came with the modem, and it's 87 letters long with some weird you know, Well, because you only there. sign in once. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Not me. That's fine. Right. <laughs> but I got a good quest. I got a lot of Wi-Fi. Yeah. Yeah. You can just wander the streets of Victoria and pick up people's Wi-Fi off of houses you've been to once upon a time. <laughs> Well, yeah, if I need to use Google Maps, I generally have to know where I'm going to get somewhere to then find out where I need to didn't, go. Didn't you tell me a story about going to Starbucks in the U.S. or oh, going to McDonald's? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, no, I don't eat at McDonald's, but you can get Wi-Fi in the parking lot. Right. Uh, every McDonald's in the world has free Wi-Fi. Yeah. You're ever traveling and you're without, just find the closest McDonald's and... Or even if you're sit. in your own hometown. Same I mean, as Starbucks. Yeah. How far are you ever from a McDonald's? Not that far. Not, not very far. Good trivia. Not when you're in a town. Good trivia. That's it. I would be interested to know where the furthest location on the planet is from McDonald's. That uh, well, I've been is... working in Zabalas. I think it's pretty close. <laughs> <laughs> By road, it might be the furthest. That Fair. will not be in the podcast notes unless the accountant takes that up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not doing that. No. Anyway, basically... Uh, Apart from the big three in Canada, the interesting thing is the big three also have their value brands. And you're getting the same service for you're on the half same the price. Network. Yeah. And you're yeah. So if you're not locked in to a plan, and I think what happens is a lot of people get locked in because they don't go and buy their phones. Yeah. Or sorry, I should rephrase that. They do go buy their phones. So they, they tie their phone into their contract. They don't buy their phones, they get their they don't telecom company. To That's buy right. They phone. finance their phone. Right. This is our second month stupid money move of the first stupid money move. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Don't finance your phone. Don't finance your phone. Right. Because then you're just on the hook and you're gonna pay whatever the plan rate is. Well it's not finance, it's free. <laughs> it's not free. <laughs> I love the uh, so I'm with Kudo and they call it tab. Right. You just yeah. got a tab. Yeah. It's like going to the bar. I mean, who cares how many beers you drink? You just got a tab. <laughs> it's fine. And, you know, if uh, Yates Tap House uh, just said, hey, yeah, just pay your tab once a month, that's fine. Yeah. But it's like for three years I'm paying the same tab. Not that great. Not that great. So Not a good don't plan. do it with your cell phone. It's a stupid money move. Stupid money move. You know, and if you would like to learn more on any of the cheaper telephone plans, the mechanic did write a very good article. Yes. About where to find cheaper. Is it an article plans. or a post? Post article. I don't know what to Semantics. call these things. Is it? I don't know. Can the, you classify it as an article? Does an article have to be in a recognized publication? I, I just do numbers. <laughs> <laughs> That's the account. <laughs> I like that he doesn't question a lot of things. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did do a post on uh, telcos in Canada and give you some options for some. Uh, some of their value products and uh yeah you know what it's this is our goal for financial independence and one of the things we do is uh try and save you some money and give you some options and ways to get there and so that will be in the show notes that the will link be in to the show article. notes we'll put that in the show notes yeah. this is gonna be like our first ever show notes to go with our first ever episode that's true yeah before we go what do you guys think of the uh, broken on hazy that's nice it is the best vancouver island beer i've had in a long time i i will agree with that uh, they've also stepped up the game. They've got a couple other ones. They've got the uh, Northern Tree Faller Ale, which is quite good. We might have so, to have that next yeah. week. But uh, yeah, big thumbs up. Uh, we'll give you four thumbs up for the Vancouver Island uh, Broken Islands Hazy. So who didn't give a thumbs up? Who didn't give two thumbs up? <laughs> yeah, that's the question. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can't be six thumbs up all the time. <laughs> wow. <laughs> that's fair. That's all fine. Right. See you next time. Thanks for listening. Uh, this is the FI Garage. 
And we were happy to have you with you. We'll catch you next time. Cue the exit music. <laughs> Can't we just have you falling down out the door drunk? <laughs> That's kind of like music. Uh, well, can the exit music be the same as the intro music? I think it is. Yeah, I think almost that's the same. always. Well, that's easy. Yeah. Cue Bam. the exit music now. Bam. <laughs>